Welcome to Light Church. We're so glad you could join us for this weekly message. We hope this message leaves you feeling inspired and equipped to be all that you were made to be. so glad that you're here joining us. You are finding us in the middle of our Christmas series. Who can believe it? It's only five days till Christmas. So crazy. But we've been tracking a package in this series because it's called Out for Delivery. We've been tracking a package as it's been dispatched whilst it's on its way. And now we're at the point where it's only one stop away. On Christmas Day, we're going to be looking at its arrival. So you want to make sure that you catch that service on Christmas Day. It's going to be so good. But right now we're at one stop away. I have always felt kind of like slightly inadequate when it comes to preaching, when it comes to messages that I've been given, series that we're in, and I'm like, really, me on this? But when it comes to this series, I was like, yes, this is made for me. Because if you know me, I order packages all the time. That is like what I do. And in lockdown, if anything, it's just increased. And I was like, I probably inspired this series from the amount of packages that have come into our house over lockdown, the amount of knocks on the doors, things posted through the letterboxes. I just, yeah, I've gone crazy over lockdown. Um, I kind of even started to run out of excuses for the, them arriving at the house. Uh, Daniel would be like, another one? Is this a delivery again? And I, I kind of had to start rotating some surprised faces because I didn't even have any excuses left for them. I was like, yeah, that was me. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, I find it so exciting just knowing that there's something on its way. I love that feeling of expectation. Sometimes for me, it's not even actually arriving. It's that expectation. So this kind of idea of it being one stop away, I get it. It's just almost here. We're on the edge and we're about to get the delivery. And literally, I have always been like this. So maybe you haven't known me for that long and you're like, really, are you really like this? Well, when I was younger, I had a mobile phone on its way and I was so excited. And this was at the point where you would have like just a window of a day that it was gonna arrive in. They didn't even give you like a time slot. They didn't narrow it down in any way. It was just like probably like 7 a.m. to like 12 p.m. Like that is your window, like the whole day. Um, and so I would be like sat there by the window like, oh, is it here yet? Is it here that anytime I heard like a car come by, like we lived on a very, very quiet street. So there was never usually any traffic. So when I heard a car, I'd be like looking out the window, like, is it here? Is this it? Is this it? And it wouldn't be. And I'd be like, oh, gutted. It hit me hard. And I just wait there like, is this it? Is this it? And I got to the point that day that I actually threw up because I was that anxious and that expecting and that excited about this delivery coming. So yeah, let me tell you, I am a true enthusiast of a delivery. So I get this. Um, but when something's like on its way, when it's one stop away, when it's about to arrive, there's actually some like other emotions that we go through. Obviously there's the excitement. Yes, there's the expectation. And yes, like maybe a little bit of like, um, just like, oh, I can't wait. I don't even know how to put these um, like emotions into words because they're just so hyped. And we have all of these feelings, but there's actually some maybe like some negative things that are interwoven into um, that excitement, that, that ex like expectation that maybe we we don't notice maybe some of you are really aware of it and you're like I just don't know how to deal with this maybe you're not aware of it and you're like whoa I never knew that was there or maybe we're gonna see it and you're gonna be like ah this is actually something that I've been carrying for a while but I've just never known how to deal with it either 
Um, so we're going to look at these things because even though the core of us might be really, really like, yeah, I'm for this. Yeah, let's go. Like the promise that God's given you, the purpose that God's given you, the future that God's called you to. Um, you might be like on a journey with that and you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm one more stop away. I'm one more stop away from like the promise that God's uh, like given me. Um, but you've got some of these like emotions that you've got to deal with. And I really want to like look at this um, this Christmas story and look at the way that um, the arrival of Jesus and like how people responded to that, how people responded to the expectation that God was going to send his son down, how they dealt with that and the process that they went through to help us understand how we can also deal with that in our lives today. So my first kind of like emotion uh, that I want to look at is the emotion of or the thought of or the feeling of that I'm not in control. So like, like I said before, like I had a whole window of a day, which was like that definitely felt like I wasn't in control. But now like we do have like more like time slots or we get like we get told like they are one stop away and we can know that. But even that sometimes you're just like, I just want it and I just want it now. I want to be able to do it. I want to be able to just like that's why people like going to a shop, really. And that's what we've not been able to do. You know, just go out and get what you want and bring it home. Like we just want to be able to do that. We just want to be able to take control. Um, but I'm going to just read a passage from Luke uh, 1, um, 27 to 38. And it says, To a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David, the virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the, Lord, the, but the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was unable to conceive is now in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Like Mary was like so, so cool in this passage, do you not think? To have an angel come and say, hey, look, you're going to be um, the one to give birth to um, Jesus. Like this is what God wants from you. This is this is what he's calling you to. This is the promise that he's given you. This is the, the plan that um, he wants you to be part of. Like she was in this situation where she didn't kind of choose it. She was a, like she followed God and God gave her. This was her, her task. This is what he'd called her to do. And I think what we see here is Mary's understanding that God being in control is greater. She didn't see this as a burden, but she actually saw it as a blessing. And even though there were burdens that came with it, she knew that God being in control is greater. 
and like who else would you want to be in control and this is like the same for our lives when we get like find ourselves in situations when we feel like God is calling us to something that we're like whoa how is this gonna work out just like Mary in this time like having a virgin birth like I mean even now to have a virgin birth like how are you meant to communicate that with people how are people meant to react to that how we, to have that trust and knowledge that like God is in control and that his plan is greater and his ways are outside of the way that we think and that like that is what he's called you to do having trust in that like and having that like who else like would you want to have in control than God so when we're trying to control things we sometimes need to like take a step back and be like okay like God's asking me to do this like God being in control is way way better than me being in control I don't know like maybe you're anxious so like there's not being in control can actually sometimes cause us some anxiety we have a lot of questions that maybe can't be answered and it can cause us to like doubt things it can cause us to question things to worry about things to overthink things and I just want to repeat this verse to you because I think this is oh this is a verse to be repeated daily it is that verse 37 that we just read from that chapter 1 um, Luke chapter 1 verse 37 and it says for no word from God will ever fail. Like, let me read that again for you. For no word from God will ever fail. I don't know what the promise that God's given you is. I don't know the call that God's put on your life specifically. I don't know all the details. And I don't need to know all the details because what I do know is that if it's from God, it will never fail. It will never fail. Like, take hold of that right now. Let those words sink in that if he's called you to something, he is in it with you. He is, like, he is in control. When he is in control, it will never fail. But that's, like, the key thing I really want you to take. Like, when he is in control, it will never fail. When he's called us to something, it will never fail. But you've got to participate in that. You can't just take that and, like, go and try and do it your own way. You need to do it with God and do it in walk with him. Because... He gets us the right gift. When it comes to um, what he gives us, he gets us the right gift. He knows us so well. He would not call us to something that we couldn't handle. He knew Mary. Like it said in this thing, like they describe like um, Mary, like you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. They knew, he knew Mary. So he gave Mary this task knowing Mary. And I just want to say, God knows you and he knows who you are and he knows what you can do and he knows what you're capable of so he's only going to give you things that you can handle so just remember that as well when you're taking on a promise like he's never going to fail and like his promises will never fail and that he won't give you something that you can't handle and the amazing thing about the promise and the purpose and the life that God has got for you is that it will be nothing that you have ever dreamed or imagined and it will fulfill more than every hope um, that you've dared to admit to yourself. Anything that you've ever thought of but never said out loud or things that are inside of you that you'd, like, you've like not even shared with yourself. You know the things that I'm talking about. Like God knows that and he wants to fulfill it. He wants to bring that to life and he wants to, like, he wants to grow you and show you the future that he's got for you. So just know that um, when we like stop holding on when we when we go like you know what I'm going to give you control I know that you've got the best for me I know you've got a plan for me I know that you're not going to fail me 
when we give that over, like God's going to move in incredible ways. And I just really want to encourage you, like any anxieties that you've got, any nervousness that you've got, any worries like that, like go find these verses in the Bible. Go find these ones like Luke 1, 37, where it says, for no word of God will ever fail. Because you need to say that every day. You need to remind yourself of the truth that is in the Bible. Like honestly, there's nothing better than speaking these out loud. Like literally speak them out loud. When you wake up, say it believe it the more that you say it like literally it's going to change your life it's going to change your perspective when we see it through like these things through those words like our life through these words it is going to be incredible so i just really want to encourage you in that as well because i know that it can be tough and i know like i know like giving over control is something that i'd never want to do but i know who god is and i know that he's got the best for me Another feeling and another emotion that we can have when we're waiting on a parcel, when it's like one step away, is like, I'm fed up. I'm fed up of waiting. Why is it not here yet? Like, it's one step away. It should have been one step away a while ago. Like, I am done. And it kind of reminds me of the part in this um, Christmas story, in the, in like the nativity story, of where it says in Luke 2, verse 1 to 5, um, it says from verse one, in those days, Caesar, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken on the entire Roman world. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to marry him and was expecting a child. So Mary is at the point where she's about to pop. She's about to have this baby. She has been waiting nine months and she's at the point where she's about to have this baby. And she's now found out that she's got to travel 90 miles. I Googled it, it is 90 miles and via donkey and probably on not flat ground. Like that is not something that you wanna do when you're nine months pregnant. Like you don't wanna be at this point where you've got to travel so far. So this is like another like bump in the road. This is like another hurdle that um, Mary's now got to like come to terms with. So like, I mean, already it's like a bit tough. Like, I mean, like I was saying before, explaining to people like, yeah, like I'm, I'm giving birth to Jesus, son of God, like it's a virgin birth. Like having to explain all of this, that is a lot. And that's a lot to go through. Like people's opinions, relationships you've got would, might, might have been like disrupted, dist like ruined because of it. There's already been, it's been tough already. And you know when you're at that point where it's really tough and then something else comes in and you're like, really? This has to happen right now. Of all times, like we've got 12 months in a year. I've had like eight months previous to this where there could have been a census and now you want to choose it now. Seriously, I've got to go on a donkey this far. I think we can see that Mary would understand that idea of being fed up. Um, and I'm pretty sure Joseph was like, really, I've got to take a pregnant woman this far and a donkey. Like, I think he got it too. Like this idea of being fed up. And I don't know, like when you're at that point where you're, you're, you're expecting something, maybe there's a promise that God said, like, this is what I'm gonna do. And you're like, this, why has this not happened yet? Like, I don't understand why it's not happened yet because there's no reason why it shouldn't have yet. Or there's other things going on in your life and just like, really, I've got to deal with this now. Um, Things like that can kind of hurt. It's easy to get hurt in the times when something else like comes in and you're like, really? Like why, why? Why has this got to happen now? And it makes you kind of doubt and makes you question the track that you're already on, on the, the road that you're already on because the path's kind of tough already and you're like, now I've got to go over this. And 
this can, this is really funny, and I've told people about this before, but I have this, um, what really helps me with like my own process of this thought is there was this picture I saw on Facebook or Instagram or something like that, and it's like, a little guy, he's in like a long tunnel, like he's like, he's used a pickaxe and he's like picked his way through this tunnel because he knows he's got to get to like this treasure at the end. And you see him like picking away and then there's like a tiny, tiny bit that he's got to get through before he gets to like this pot of gold or something. I don't know what it was, but there's a little pot of gold and like he's only got a little bit further to go, but he's like walking in the other direction because he's already been this far. And he's like, oh, I can't be bothered anymore. Like, it's clearly not here. I'm going to go. But he was literally so close. And I don't know why, but anytime I get to, into a situation in life where I'm like feeling like I want to give up, I just remember this image and I'm like, no, I'm nearly at the pot of gold. I'm nearly there. Like, I don't know how long. It might be longer. It might not be. But I know that I don't want to give up because I don't want to miss out on what God's got in store for me. And I kind of want to encourage you with that. Like, because when you're working at something that God's called you to, when you're working at something that's a promise that God's given you, when you, when you know what you've got to do because of what the things that God has said to you, just keep going because you will get there. There will be an end in sight. There will be um, a point where you reach it, even when it doesn't feel like and it feels like a long time. But I actually want to challenge you this morning. Are you actually chipping away at something that's not what God promised you? Are you chipping away at something that you think is a good idea because you think it's a good idea and you can't be bothered doing what God's called you to do or you, you're just not ready to do what God's called you to do because like if you're chipping away at something that isn't what God's called you to or um, what he's asked of you or the the thing that he's promised you then you're going to be wasting your time and I really want to encourage you to like like actually pick up your little pickaxe and like start chipping away at what God's called you to because even though it looks like it's going to be tough and you're at that starting point where you're literally just chipping at some stone like you're going to get to something incredible at the end of it and yes it's going to be tough and yes it's going to be difficult and yes you're going to feel like fed up and things are going to hit you in the way and like being told to travel 90 miles on a donkey things like that are going to come up but honestly when God promises you something it is going to be so so incredible um i actually just want to read to you um the lyrics from a song that we sang last week um seasons and um, you guys know maybe you've heard me speak before but i literally love song lyrics um, especially worship song lyrics and um, because not only is worship something that's been really pivotal in um, my walk with God, but the the words, the way that they can be brought to life in um, in these lyrics is just incredible. And this song in particular really helped me through a tough time when I, I felt like giving up, when I felt like, what's the point? Like, is, is there an end in sight for this? And I just want to read these words to you and I want you just to listen to them. I'm obviously not going to sing them, I'm going to speak them. Um, but as I speak them, like it's kind of like a poem and I just want you to just take a moment to receive these words um, because there's really, really something special about them. So I'm just going to read them out to you now. Like the frost on a rose, winter comes for us all. Oh, how nature acquaints us with the nature of patience. Like a seed in the snow, I've been buried to grow, for your promises loyal from seed to sequoia. I know, though the winter is long, even richer, the harvest it brings, though my waiting prolongs even greater, your promise for me like a seed, I believe that my season will come. 
Lord, I think of your love like the low winter sun. And as I gaze, I am blinded in the light of your brightness. And like a fire in the snow, I'm renewed in your warmth. Melt the ice of this wild soul till the barren is beautiful. And then it goes into this bridge here. I can see the promise. I can see the future. You're the God of seasons and I'm just in the winter. If all I know of harvest is that it's worth my patience, then if you're not done working, God, I'm not done waiting. You can see my promise even in the winter because you're the God of greatness, even in a manger. For all I know of seasons is that you take your time. You could have saved us in a second. Instead, you sent a child. And I just, I just love this. Um, I just want to encourage you that God's got a promise for you and I don't know what season that you're in. I don't know whether you're in like the darkness of winter. I don't know if you're in spring, you're in summer, or maybe you even made it to like autumn and you're in that harvest time. But I just want to remind you that like our God is a God of seasons. He's a God of all of them. He is with you all the time and like, he is always working. I love that that phrase that like, this is kind of like one of those things that I repeat, like I was saying before, um, things that I, I will say that really remind me of something. And it says that if you're not done working, God, I'm not done waiting. And I just say that like, God, I'm not done waiting. Like I am in this, like in the knowledge of who you are, in your greatness, I am not done waiting. And I just really want to um, encourage you that I don't, like I said, maybe this is your winter time. Maybe it is really tough and you're very fed up. I just want to encourage you just to keep holding on. Hold on to the promises. It might feel bleak. It might feel like you're a seed like right at the beginning and it's snowing and how are you ever going to grow in this in this setting? But I just really want to encourage you that um, God is with you and he is for you and he's got so much ahead and just hold on and hold on to his promises. Because like we said before, like his word, his word will never fail. And finally, another, another emotion that we might feel is to be kind of nervous. Our parcel is one stop away. This is kind of sometimes a point where things flood into our minds like, there is a chance that this might not go right. Will it fit? Is it the right color? Is it everything that I thought it was gonna be? Is this actually what I want? I don't know, I'm, am I regretting this purchase? How, like, is the person that I bought this for gonna even like this? This is when all those, those questions come in, all those doubts, all those, ah, uh, uh, like, I've got an expectation for this, I hope it delivers on that. And you're in the point where it's just like, I just don't know, and, I think that when we look at the Christmas story, it says um, in Luke 2 again, and this is from verse 6, while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloth and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. Obviously, that is not how Mary expected to give birth. I don't think she expected to give birth in a stable 
to lay her baby in a manger, that is not what she anticipated. Especially when she knew that she was going to be giving birth to the Son of God. Like, you know when you've got something really special, like there's someone that you love and you want to throw them a party, you want it to be perfect, or there's something that you want to make and you want to make sure it's extra special for the person that you love, that you want them to have the best thing. And I'm sure the expectation of like, I'm giving birth to Jesus, like that is what I'm doing. She'll have wanted to make everything perfect, but instead she found herself in Bethlehem and giving birth in a stable and putting her, laying this baby in a manger. Obviously she knew who this baby was as well. She knew the miracle that he was. So she was lying him in a manger and imagine doing that. Like that would be really tough. Like, uh, like as if I'm in this position. And I just think like Jesus didn't come into the world the way anyone thought, not the way Mary thought. And like for the people at the time, for the Jews, like they'll have been reading the Old Testament. And to many of them, they'll have been expecting this, this king to come, like someone like maybe like King David, who was slaying like tens of thousands of people. And, or maybe they were expecting someone like Moses who, um, who like brought down um, the Roman Pharaoh and liberated everyone. Or like, this is what they were expecting. Like this is how they'd understood the scriptures that God had promised. Yet instead they receive a baby. They receive um, a child in a stable, in a manger. Like this doesn't make sense. And God works in crazy ways. And I will always say this because I've experienced this in my life, but like, the present that we get, the gift that we get from God, it's, it's a surprise because God doesn't play games on our level. His ways are higher. His gifts never stop giving. It's not anything that we can comprehend in our minds. So like for God to give us um, a baby at Christmas, like that is crazy. But when we look at Isaiah and it says that God spoke about Bethlehem, like God was working, you can see how like they got sent this census and then like obviously Mary ended up having the baby in Bethlehem and, and then when we go back to Isaiah it actually says like relates to Bethlehem. Like God was working this together for a long time and like maybe we can't comprehend that in the moment of what we're doing in our lives. Like Mary wouldn't have like suddenly remembered, oh wait, it said in Isaiah. Like she would have just been in that moment like this is not what I wanted to do. I didn't know I'd be here in this moment. But really, God was orchestrating something incredible. He was working um, in a way that we can't always comprehend. So I want to encourage you, maybe you're one step away from um, the promise that God's like put in front of you. And it's you're like, how did I end up here? This isn't how I anticipated it to be. Like, this is what you promised, but it doesn't actually look like what I'm experiencing right now. Like, or like you're at the end and you're like, but this isn't the way I thought it would be. Like God like works things together for his purpose. And what we can see as an inconvenience, what we can see as um, like not what we expected is actually like God's divine hand. Like he fulfills his promises and it's just not the way that we always like expect it to. And I think that really like links back to that first point I made about not being in control because when we've already surrendered that like control over to him, like we're, we're able to like let God move in like the ways that he moves. But like, let's not like forget that he doesn't think how we think. Like he thinks higher than we think. Like we, I, I just can't explain to you like how, like no matter how open-minded we think we are, we're really close-minded to the way that we like, we see things compared to how God sees things. So really when you're in like experiencing something or you're going through something and you're like, I don't understand how this promise is ever gonna happen or this isn't working out the way I thought it was. Like I 
I like planned ahead of what this plan I was on. Like just slow down and stop. Don't try and overthink, will it fit? Like, is it the right size? Will this person like it? Take a moment and be where you're at because God's gonna be moving in it. Like I was saying, like they were in Bethlehem for a reason. Like that child was born in that place for a reason. And you're in your place for a reason. No matter how difficult it is, I'm not like disregarding how difficult it may be for you, but you're in the position that you're in and God's gonna use you in the position that you're in. He's gonna use you in the place that you're in and he's gonna work it out for good. He's gonna work it out to glorify him. He's gonna work it out because he cares about you and because he loves you. So just remember that, that even though we get nervous and we start to question things and we start to doubt things, just remember that he is bigger, he is greater and he is like, he thinks differently. Like I just love the fact that he doesn't like that phrase like he doesn't play games on our level like that is good remember that that's good that he doesn't do things the way that we think he should because if he did then like that's limited whereas like god is like limitless in that sense so these are just a few i don't know if you related to any of these or you've experienced any of these or you're in any of these feelings right now but i just really just really want to encourage you to be to like I focus on a lot of negative things basically and I just want to remind you that like there is joy in expectation there is joy in awaiting there is joy in like this this whole feeling and yeah okay I've pulled out these things but it's because I really want to help you experience the fullness of the the place that you're in right now I want you to be able to understand how to help like um like get rid of those negative bits and really like step into what God's put in front of you right now because he has a plan for you he has a future for you has purpose for you and like let's just be expectant for what he's going to do in our lives like I know 2020 wasn't great it wasn't great for a lot of people maybe it was good for you but it wasn't what any of us expected that's for sure and it, it isn't over yet though. It's not over yet. Like it feels like it's done because we're at Christmas, but it's not done, like it's not done yet. So let's like take this moment, this morning, just to acknowledge um, God, his sacrifice and his love for us. Because despite the year we've been through, despite everything we've got going on, like God can still do something beautiful with what we've just been through. Um, despite like, despite everything, he can still do something good through it. He can still do something with where we're at right now. Even if it's not where we thought we'd be, he can still do something crazy with us with us and it he sent his one and only son down for us to take our place so we can be in relationship with God and be and like that relationship can be restored like how incredible is that like that is the God that we've been talking about the one that wants to have a relationship restored to us so made such a sacrifice so let's hand over our control let's remember his promise and not give up let's be thankful that our God works in ways outside our understanding and I don't know this morning, maybe you're like, oh, I've never understood like God in the way that you're saying. I've never understood the fact that he sent someone down for me. I've never understood the fact that he thinks outside of the way that we think. I've never understood the fact that um, he cares for me so intricately that he wants um, me to have peace and that he wants to take control of my life. Well, I want to give you an opportunity to like be invited into that, to take hold of that life, that purpose, that future that God's got for you. And in that, I just want you to um, give sacrifice, uh, like to give over and like sacrifice your life over to Jesus, to invite him in and just say, hey God, I want to do this with you. So I'm just going to invite you just to repeat the, this phrase and it's just, Jesus, I give you my life. I don't know if you just want to repeat that with me now. Jesus, I give you my life. 
if, you, if that's something that you just did, then I want to say, wow, amazing. And that we want a journey with you. We like you've just stepped into something incredible, but it's not something to be done alone. So make sure that you get in touch with us because we want to like chat to you on a walk you through what's next and make sure you set up for a win in your walk with God. But um, thank you to everyone that's like listened to this message this morning. I don't know if you um, maybe have struggled with um, something that um, I've spoken about. Maybe you're feeling fed up, you're feeling anxious, you don't want to let go of control because you just don't know what might happen or you're just overthinking everything. Then I'm just going to take a moment right now to pray over everyone that just invited Jesus into their life and anyone that's struggling with any of these things. So let's pray. God, I just thank you um, for this message. God, I thank you for this Christmas story. I just thank you um, for the fact that you sent your son down in a way that was so unexpected, in a way that none of us could comprehend. God, I thank you that your ways are higher. I thank you that um, the path that's ahead of me, um, sometimes I can't see it all. We can't see everything that's in front of us, but we can trust in you and we can know that you've got the best um, in store for us. We thank you for all that you're doing and the way that you're working in our lives, in this church and in this community. Um, God, we just pray for everyone that just surrendered their lives to you, that gave um, gave you control, that invited you in. And God, we just thank you um, for them and we just um, put them towards you now. And we just say like, fill them with peace, fill them with joy and just be with them this week. And for anyone that's struggling with any of these points, God, I just pray your peace over them. God, I pray that you can, that their hearts are open for you to work with them. God, I pray that um, the words they read in the Bible this week, that they just come to life in a new way and that they can see you and the, the promise and the, the future that you've um, spoken into them. God, that they can see it in a new way and they can see it in a new light. I just thank you for this Christmas time, God. I pray for everyone in this church and I thank you for them. Amen. It's been amazing being with you this morning. I hope you have the best day and I'll see you real soon. Bye. You've been listening to a weekly message from Light Church. If you would like any more information, you can find us online or on social media. Thanks for listening. <laughs>